0: Hello and welcome to the MTM Vegas Podcast. Happy Halloween. I hope you're having a great day, a great week. We have a great show for you today. Before we get into it, I just want to remind you, you can watch this show along with all the visuals that go with it at youtube.com. slash Miles to Memories. We discussed a ton on this show, including more backlash for Formula One, people tearing down the screens on the pedestrian bridges, and an ugly replacement for the Venetian gondolas temporarily, thankfully. We also discussed the A's timeline for relocating and building their stadium. It's going to take way longer than you probably thought. Cool New orleans theme bar at Horseshoe, the Lions beating the Raiders, another look inside Fountain Blue, what Ellis Island's rooms look like, and more. Plus an $884,000 jackpot, a real jackpot, We'll talk about all of that coming up right now. As a reminder, you can find all of our Vegas content, post podcasts and videos at mtmvegas.com. If you like the show, give us five stars on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. It helps us out tremendously. Thanks so much for listening. Let's hit it. So, Mark, did you see the privacy screens are going up on the bridges all around Las Vegas weeks in advance for some reason, even though it just takes a day to put them up? They don't care about the tourist experience. So what did tourists do? They just ripped them down so they could see the sphere, so they could see what was going on. It's funny. They're fighting back.
1: Yeah, it's good to see the tourists, you know, fighting back a bit. And it is crazy that they're putting these up already, you know, blocking people's views of the sphere of the strip and all that stuff. When it doesn't take long, if you have a big group of people doing these, you can hit the bridges You know, a couple days out maybe, but they're going to have to go back and do them all again. I wonder if they'll just leave it now. They learn their lesson. They'll wait until the week of. It seems kind of crazy to do it this far out.
0: Yeah, nobody cares about who's in charge of this thing. Like, this is something that could go up in a day. You could do it a day or two before the week of. They gave Formula One all the power, it seems like, and nobody cares. Nobody's in charge. We need to change this stuff, but I'm glad people are fighting back and maybe they'll learn a lesson that we still need some Vegas for the people who are visiting when the race isn't happening.
1: I don't know if this is like the Formula One way where, you know, they pave the roads and then repave the roads again later. This didn't seem, even when it was up, it didn't seem like it blocked all that much. Like you could still see through it. So I don't know if this was the first layer and then they're going to come with more layers or what, but it seems like a stupid thing all around.
0: So much for our uh, positive uh, streak on uh, Formula One. (laughs) (laughs) It's Halloween. Happy Halloween to everybody out there. It's a fun time in Vegas. We talked, they're going to be all kinds of costume contests. I'll be taking my daughter trick-or-treating, so I won't be out on the strip looking at, what was it, the sexiest contest, I think, at Resorts World. A lot of fun in Vegas on Halloween.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's one of those times that people just kind of go all out, you know, New Year's Eve, Halloween, 4th of July, stuff like that. Like any of those big events are always, Vegas is one of the better ones to do. Probably St. Patty's Day is great, I'm I'm sure as well. I always would fly in for March Madness and would get there. Like sometimes St. Patty's Day would be the day I'd land and you'd see people like peeing on slot machines and stuff. <laughs> and other day, times I'd make it like they're the day after. Uh, so it's always wild for that stuff. And I think Halloween's gotta be one of the better ones. Yeah, it's a great holiday. So I hope everybody has fun. Happy Halloween
0: wherever you are. So the Golden Steer, that famous steakhouse one of the great old school venues in Las Vegas is expanding. And they say they're expanding because of the popularity from TikTok, basically more conventioners coming post COVID, but business is better than ever, which is fantastic because we want this place to stick around. It's getting bigger. They're adding a thousand square feet, 60 seats. Good times, man. I'm happy to see this.
1: Yeah. And I think they've really tapped into what we've talked about a couple times on this show, especially recently is old school Vegas. We've lost a lot of that. There's not many places left that give you that vibe. And this is one of them. And I know both of us, have said we, we need to get there we haven't been there and and it's kind of a, a black mark on our vegas uh, scorecard for sure but i want to check it out i'm glad they're expanding and they kept it you know in touch with the old school vibe they reused some of the old brick and all that stuff and, and featured it so that's cool to see and it is kind of crazy though tiktok you know they didn't have to give influencers free food to come out they just kind of built it on their own yeah they got a good brand there i mean the rat pack used to eat there This is
0: a place that needs to stick around in Vegas, and it seems like they're doing better than ever, which is good because we've lost some places like that over the years, and yeah, keep going strong, Golden Steer. Glad to see it. One day, Mark and I will get there, and then we can actually uh, talk about it to make up for that black mark on our records. So did you see Vital Vegas shared photos from inside the Terribles Casino uh, out in Jean, Nevada. Now, Terribles closed with COVID and it was, it's never going to reopen. I think warehouses are eventually going to be built on the site there and uh, it's just been sort of rotting away there for years, but we don't, didn't know what it looked like inside. And as you would expect, it doesn't look very good. Kind of a throwback, a little nostalgia for me. I used to go in there all the time. I used to stay there when I was a kid before I was 21. My wife and I would go out there when we were dating because you could check in at 18 instead of prim, which was 21 or all the other casinos at the time. You had to be Twenty-one to kind of check in so it's definitely a place from the past
1: yeah i mean i've never been there of course but just seeing like the inside of it it's it's looking in rough shape but you could see the area it came from and the nostalgia that you have for the place is great you know and and it blows my mind that any place would let 18 year olds check in (laughs) I don't know what they were thinking on that one. They maybe just need to fill the rooms, but it's time. I'm surprised it sat there so long. It looks really, really rough, but it's cool that I know it's trespassing or whatever, but it's cool that people got in there, got some photos uh, before the end.
0: Yeah, I do have a video on the channel kind of showing that area. You know, There used to be another casino there, Nevada Landing. Uh, and, uh, there, you know, it used to be robust. It was owned by Circus Circus Enterprises and then eventually MGM Resorts. They sold it off to Herbst or Jet Gaming, I think, which is owned by the Herbst. And they changed it to Terribles in 2018, which is an interesting thing because the Terribles name has been on a few different casinos in Southern Nevada, whether it be the Silver Sevens over in Las Vegas or uh, obviously uh, Prim Valley down in Prim. So, uh, yeah, that name, maybe it'll come back somewhere else. So did you hear that there was a real jackpot one? We've made fun of media you know, for kind of covering jackpots, people betting hundreds of dollars and winning you know, a decent something, but it's not a great jackpot. But at D, somebody won like $883,000 on a $3 bet on a Buffalo machine. That's a jackpot worth covering, I think. Definitely a real one.
1: Yeah, that's like massive. That's just a normal bet from a normal person just kind of going about their day. And all of a sudden you hit this better than winning a car, six cars, Papa Giorgio. But yeah, what would you do if you... One dollars like turn off your phone, make sure nobody calls you, all those family members you haven't seen in 10 years come out of the woodworks, ask them for money. But it, uh, that's such a cool thing to see. And you don't really see that as much anymore, you know, on such a small bet. Yeah, it seems like it's getting harder to harder to win those
0: giant jackpots. But I just want to see one, you know, I know I'm never going to win one, but I would love to be in the casino when something like that hits just to sort of experience the excitement secondhand. So maybe one day. But as you said, it doesn't happen very often. They're not handing out million dollars every day.
1: No. Then you got to stress about how much do you tip the uh, slot person, you know? And then are you going to get shamed on Twitter if you don't tip enough?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Vital Vegas is coming for you if you don't uh, tip enough on the 880 <laughs> I mean, how much would you tip? I, I don't even know off the top of my head, but I would probably tip a substantial amount. I, I, I mean, it would have to be in the yeah. thousands. I don't know. Maybe people can let us know in the comments what you should tip on an $884,000 jackpot.
1: Yeah. Like... I- <laughs> I don't even know where to begin. You know, is it 10%? Is there a cap? Do you go up to like $10,000 and that's it? Do you go to 20000 I don't know. I don't know how that would play out. It would be, I'd just be sitting there and getting uh, like drunk sweats, thinking about it and filling out all this paperwork. I know it takes hours and they're kind of stuck doing it with you. So you got to give them something. I just don't know. Where that cap is, you know, that's just crazy.
0: As a reminder, our Patreon is now going live. We do a weekly after show. You can listen to it. You can watch it. We have a great community there. We're discussing things as well. Hit us up, patreon.com forward slash MTM Vegas. Hope to see you there. So the Lions beat the Raiders last night in... Monday Night Football in Detroit, you were there, as people can hear from your voice. It's crazy. I was flying back from Costa Rica. I went to Costa Rica for a few days on a vacation, and uh, flying back in the pilot was talking about the game, and he said, are there any Raiders fans on board? And not a single person answered yes on a flight to Las Vegas, so I don't know what that means.
1: Yeah, I'm kind of curious, like, what is the, the breakdown of locals that have season tickets or go to the game? Raiders games, half, maybe 40%, whatever it be, is out-of-town uh, fans fans coming to see their team playing which was expected all along is it the smallest amount of local fans in the NFL I I would have to imagine that's kind of where it's at
0: yeah it is strange to be flying to a city with a professional team and not a single person on the plane Says yes although a lot of tourists and stuff like that and I imagine if there was a Raiders game in town then maybe you would have had more people but I just thought it was a, a little bit funny glad you had fun you know, your Lions won, not happy about that. But, you know, I am glad you're finally getting a year. I'm glad you're finally getting a year.
1: Yeah, you guys are, uh, your Packers are not looking so great.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Like I said, you, you got you to gotta win once in a while, the Lions. We, you know, we got to give it to you once in a while. So back to F1 really quick, because there is a few other stories and it's becoming harder to be positive about them. Let's talk about the shows. We didn't think about this. There's so many things that weren't thought about. I don't know that, you know, when we thought about, oh, there's going to be a race. And a lot of the shows are going to be displaced by the race. And uh, Fox 5 here kind of covered all of the shows that will either be changing times or canceling their shows for race week. It makes sense. You're not going to want to put on a show while there's race or while there's qualifying events. So sometimes, like, some of the circ shows are doing, like, afternoon performances. I think there's, like, noon performances for some of them. I mean, I don't think this is a big deal, but it's an interesting sort of quirk of F1.
1: Yeah, and I'm sure less people are going to want to go. You know, it's kind of a night thing. You go out to eat, then you go to a show, or maybe you go to the show and then go out to eat, have some cocktails and stuff. And if you're going to noon, that's usually, like, reserved for the third-rate magicians that the tiger is, like, half the size of the other tiger when they remove the stripes stuff like that like you don't expect it to be the top tier show so it's kind of sad to see that bump off i'm sure their ticket sales are going to suffer because of it and that will hurt you know the performers and everything along those lines so just kind of another thing that you have to make way for with this which I wouldn't have even thought about, like, it's not something that I would have fathomed would be a problem.
0: So on Twitter or X, Michelle Vegas Fury, this is a guy, he's going around filming a lot of stuff, amazing follow on X, really like his content, but he was trying to be positive about Formula One. Yeah, I'm working on it. did not (laughs) say (laughs) Twitter? But he was talking about the positivity and all the refreshments, the things we sort of talked about on the last show, and uh, there was a heavy debate. I'll put a link in the description, people can check on that. A lot of people still not buying it. I just think that these improvements needed to happen anyway. And the argument that they never would have happened without Formula 1 doesn't hold water 100% with me. Obviously, timelines were sped up, but there is positivity. But he took a lot of heat for that, which I kind of felt bad about. And, uh, you know... Nobody wants people to be positive about F1. Another story is the Venetian gondolas. Did you see this? They removed the poles where the gondolas are. They're draining that water out front. A good friend of ours has worked there for 10 years, says he's never seen it drained during that time. And they're putting up this weird VIP area that will sit right on top of the water. I I mean, it's temporary like all the other ones, so I don't know how you could hate this more than you could hate anything else. At least they didn't cut down any trees, although they did demolish a building. (laughs) Okay.
1: (laughs) I hate it. It looks terrible. It looks stupid. I hope it doesn't last too long, but... Maybe they'll do some improvements to the canals, clean them up, uh, make them look a little bit nicer. Maybe that will come out of this. But yeah, they're just trying to get every dollar out of the seating and all that stuff. And that's kind of something that's going to be missed from the race. You know, you're not going to see that the cool facade out front. Uh, it's going to be covered by these chairs and tables and red everywhere. It's so much red. <laughs> yeah, it is the reddest venue uh, for Formula One.
0: <laughs> and, you know, it's just another reason why the Vegas experience will not be here for Formula One, right? All these little things gone, a Bellagio fountain. I mean, you can sort of still see them from the side, but a lot of these little sort of quirks you're not going to be able to see during the race. So another reason not to come if you're not coming for the race. Back to positive next time. I don't know, Mark. We'll we'll try. We're we're trying, but it's getting exciting three weeks away. We still want it to be good. I just want to hold these people accountable, hold the LVCVA accountable, hold the county commissioners accountable to change things for future years. We don't need F1 making all the decisions. We should be making the decisions. They should be listening to us as a city.
1: Are you trying to say that government officials should do governing? I mean, come on. What are we, It's 2023. That doesn't happen.
0: <laughs> all right. Did you see the rooms at Ellis Island? Uh, Vital Vegas was over there for some weird high roller party. I don't know what he was doing over there, but he took pictures of the renovated rooms and or at least one good picture. Then there is of course the air conditioner 69 picture that he took, which is a uh, pure Vital Vegas. Good old Scott. But the rooms look good. I think, you know, they're not the fanciest rooms in the world, but it looks solid for a place to stay.
1: Yeah, I think it looks like any, you know, roadway hotel that you'd see, like, you know, a Hampton Inn type of thing, uh an older Hyatt place, stuff like that. So I think it fits in. You always look down on it like Ellis Island, like, oh, there's a Super 8 over there. Haha, ha, you know, make a joke. But when you actually see the inside of it, it doesn't look any different than a lot of places I know you and I have stayed over the years going through the country in the middle of nowhere type of stuff. So I, I think if the price is right, it would make a lot of sense.
0: You did say roadway. I That's a little bit of an insult. Roadway, Hampton Inn, <laughs> Old Hyatt plays okay. But roadway, uh you know, the last roadway
1: I and I stayed at the telephone, they no, had like an I'm old that- school telephone and it was missing <laughs> buttons. I meant like on the road, not not the roadway in. That no, that would okay. be terrible.
0: <laughs> so this venue, uh, this new venue at Grand Bazaar Shops Bourbon Parade, it kind of I don't know, it went under our radar. And it's now open, and our uh, good friend Carrie Balicki, well, I, we don't know her, but we love her content, and you should follow her on X. She posted a video there. This place looks great. I think this is a neat addition. We've seen so much like hype for Old Red and as they're building that and everything else, but this sort of snuck in there, and it brings that New Orleans vibe. I love it.
1: Yeah, I think it's really cool. I mean, you get the music, the outdoor seating area. drinks everywhere i think it'll be a lot of fun and you know grand bazaar has always kind of looked kind of junky and crappy and they haven't had anything really good in there so it's good to have a stable thing that will be there a long time and i think it'll be a lot of fun a a good place to hang out or just grab a drink as you're walking through heading to the strip type of thing and get some music and i know we both love the nola scene and and the culture and all that stuff the food spices it's gonna be fun
0: and theming right we get theming and it looks really well themed yeah which, of course, you know, I'm a Disneyland guy and has New Orleans Square. So I've always loved that New Orleans style theming. I love New Orleans too. I love the French Quarter. Been there too. But yeah, bring this theming, cool things to come, a different environment, sort of a throwback in that way. It looks great. And I hope we see more venues like this come to the strip. And, wh- and where's it at? Bally's. <laughs> <laughs> so another Fountain Blue video leaked. And so we get a kind of a higher up view of the casino floor. Now, I know you love this because you can see how high the ceilings are there, and it's really interesting because the layout of this was largely developed back in the mid-2000s, right? This is sort of a, a layover from the building that was there, and they did a good job of designing this considering it was designed so long ago. I think it is as modern as you'll see. It's as open as you'll see. I like it. I mean, we've seen videos of it before, but this kind of is the best, I think, overview of the casino floor we've seen.
1: I just couldn't get past the guy saying it the wrong way over and over again. I don't know if that bothered you. It triggered me and I hope he got comments the reverse of what we get no it's Fountain Blue not Fontaine stop
0: didn't he do something like in between Fontaine and Fountain it was like a Fontaine or like Fontaine I don't yeah, know what it was he was so doing it was so weird it was so weird yeah, it's uh, there. It's funny because they just did this thing on X there. Like they released this thing talking about the color of blue and it's spelled in the French way, you know, so they're leaning into that sort of French sort of thing. But yeah, fountain, fountain, uh, fountain. But yeah, we'll, we'll get more and more news of this. The outside is looking better, looking more kind of finished. Landscaping is going to start soon. This is really the fun time as you see the property sort of come together. I remember walking Resorts World quite a few times in the month before it opened, and it was really exciting to sort of see this building that was under construction forever kind of turn into a property that you knew was going to be ready, and uh, that's what we're seeing at Fountain Blue now. Less of a construction site, more of a finished sort of facade.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I'm super excited for it, so I can't wait for it to open, and I'm jealous of everybody that gets to see it progress throughout the years and months and now days, weeks. It's getting so close, so I'm pretty amped for it.
0: You can always Walk up and you know stick your uh, head through the window and try to see if you can peek inside while you're here. Uh, there we go. In a few weeks, arrested. <laughs> I'm excited to see the A's stadium, except it might not come until 2050. I don't know. Uh, they they released the yeah. timeline of when they're going to build this thing, and uh, there's now the A's are still waiting for Major League Baseball approval. That should happen by the end of this month, and it's widely expected it will happen. And they did release a timeline. And basically saying that construction is not going to start until, what, April of 2025? And the stadium won't open until 2028. And that's what they're saying now. We still don't know, you know, renders. There's still no real architect for the stadium, as far as I understand. They do have a construction company. There's still a lot of weird things. Can we just cancel this deal now and get a expansion team in, you know, five or ten years when Major League Baseball wants to expand? I don't know. I've lost all excitement for this thing. Maybe once they get all the hurdles finalized, it'll be better. But 2028?
1: Yeah, and I mean... How it's hard to get excited about anything when you don't know what it's going to look like, what the plans are, anything like that. So it's kind of amazing to me that they've agreed to all this and and they're going to do it when they don't even know what they're going to do. They're giving you a timeline based on just theory because they don't even have a build, an architecture, you know, design to to go off of. And it seems like it's going to take forever. I I haven't paid attention to how long stadiums take to get built, but three years and starting, you know, a couple years from now, it just seems like a really long timeline. And and maybe that's just cushion that they're putting in there, uh, you know, to get things lined up. And once it's lined up, they'll get rolling. But I'd love to see what the stadium's going to look like, what they're going to do with the drop, you know, that area. Are they going to add a casino in? type of thing and how it's all going to work and maybe then we'll get excited but it's it's hard to do anything right now gaming
0: and leisure properties the landowner has you know they've committed i think 150 million dollars to improvements for the site once it's built but they said they may invest more depending on the final plans maybe they're just sitting there like what's actually going to happen too maybe they don't know anything even being on the inside it just seems like there's a lot of craziness how did we pass a bill when they don't have any of this information we just basically gave you a blank check we didn't have any sort of understanding of what it was we didn't have a real stadium i don't know Cancel the deal that's it cancel the deal
1: mark yeah cancel f1 cancel the a's send the raiders back to oakland (laughs) we're we're cranky today you know we shouldn't stay up so late at night
0: uh for two old men uh but uh you know it is what it is we'll see we should know at least if it's approved or not pretty soon and then that'll start the process. So maybe we can actually get a rendering of the stadium. There will be a there's like a 30 year lease. They'll have an option to extend that an option to purchase it after 30 years. It's technically going to be owned by the county, but we don't get any of the profits for the investment that we're making with public money, although it will be paid back over time. Not a great deal for Vegas. But you know who's the head of the stadium authority? the same guy who's the head of the LVCBA. So it all works together, I suppose. So let us know what you guys think about anything we talked about here. Golden Steer expanding, Terrible's out in Gene, a real jackpot in the casino, all the F1 and A stuff. Hit us up in the comments. We do two shows a week, Tuesdays and Fridays. We'll be back in a couple days with another show. Hit us up on Patreon as well. Thanks so much for watching.
1: Talk to you next time. This was a good salty episode. I liked it.